You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePietro Show. And good morning, everyone. It is John DePietro on uh, what is just, folks, a very, very sad Tuesday. It is June 2nd. Good morning, one and all. I can't believe what we viewed last night. For so long, we've been hearing from the governor and the public officials, we're going to keep you safe. We need to keep you locked down to keep you safe. And last night, the protesting uh, turned to complete anarchy, complete rioting, uh, lawlessness, out of control, completely destroying the city of Providence. I want to say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Share that you're watching, folks. And the big question to start off, do you feel did law enforcement let you down last night? Did law enforcement let down the people of Rhode Island? There's a lot to touch on. There's so many different angles of this. Now, Governor Mundo Pressbeefing coming up at one. I will be there. I asked her yesterday about President Trump and uh, Governor Mundo. I want to be very accurate. Folks, share that you're watching AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Governor Mundo said yesterday she thought that President Trump's tone, overly aggressive rhetoric. She prefers peaceful, more listening, keeping Rhode Islanders safe. President Trump talked about domination. She talked about she, we don't need overly aggressive rhetoric. Well, last night, President Trump walked out to a church holding a Bible. Downtown Providence was a riot zone. And they were putting out fake information, by the way, folks. This should not stand. A member of the city council, they were very quick to try to tell the media. Members of the local media were putting out, oh, every, these were all out-of-town people. They weren't out-of-town people. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to put the list up right now, as a matter of fact. I put it out on Twitter, and I'm going to right now put it out on Facebook. I am so angry about this. This is horrible. They did not. uh, Cities and towns and towns of those arrested. Uh, And they were trying to put out this narrative, the state police. Oh, these were all out of town. No, no, it's not. This is just those that they caught. Hold on one moment, folks. Those arrested last night, and I'm going to read it off to you. What an absolute despicable, horrible, complete failure on behalf of leadership. The elected officials, and by the way, Cicilline is is tweeting about President Trump, former mayor of Providence, which was destroyed last night. Last night, 35 were from Providence. Mayor Laws has been missing. And Mayor Laws, I thought last night was still about George Floyd. This had nothing to do with George Floyd. This is lawlessness. These are punks. There's punks, these punk kids from Warwick. They're, they're, they think they're rappers. I have the video of them. They were the instigators last night. What? I don't even know if they were arrested. We're trying to get the list. Four from East Providence. Four from Cranston. Two from Johnston. Two from Pawtucket. These are just the ones they caught. Two from Warwick. Two from Cumberland. One from Coventry. One from Lincoln. Situate. One from North Providence. One from Central Falls. One from Lynn Mass. And that, that's just the ones that they caught last night. Those are just the people that they caught. That is an absolute disgrace that happened. And there need somebody needs to be held accountable. This was a complete letdown. You've stayed in your home. You have followed the rules. What did Governor Armando say yesterday? I'm so proud of those protesters. You know, yesterday, folks, at the briefing, I did mention no talk of the vandalism. No one being held accountable for the vandalism. Nothing about, right? You can't let this stuff. I go by, they call it the broken window theory. There's a progression. 
If someone breaks a window, boom, they need to be arrested. Or otherwise it graduates. The crimes get worse. They get more severe. That's what you saw last night. You think it's going to end? Mayor Alorza said today, I am not bringing in the National Guard. Mayor Alorza said at his press briefing, and I'll play it, and I do have it posted on the Facebook page, Sean DePietro Show. We did a watch party earlier, so we watched it. Mayor Alorza said, I am not following President Trump. We're going to handle this in a peaceful manner. Providence was destroyed last night. But here's the thing, folks. They, they're, they're con artists. They're, they're, these kids, they're gaming the system. And they're kids. One of the leaders goes to Pilgrim High School in Warwick. And he fancies himself a rapper. Him and his crew. I have video of them. Of them rapping. And, and you could see them last night getting the crowd pumped up. And when the police would walk by, they start saying, no justice, no peace. Black lives matter. So they start to go in and out of it. But make no mistake about it. This was negligence on behalf of the local leaders. You know, it was so easy to sit back and say, look at Atlanta. Look at the problems in Atlanta. Look at Philadelphia. Look at L.A. Look at New York. In Rhode Island, we had a peaceful rally. No one was arrested. The, they were social distancing. The, you know, they, they're so caught up in this delusion. There were people there Saturday night. They, they did vandalize the state house. And then when nothing happened, they came back for more last night. This thing was, was floating all over the place. Terrible, folks. Absolutely despicable. I feel terrible for the Providence business owners. But who the hell would stick around after that? Who in their right mind would stay? I, I feel terrible. I feel terrible. This was avoidable. And Lorza is now saying, well, they were, pro- what do you mean they weren't protesters? I saw them protesting. They were absolutely protesters. See, they set up with, there's a video and I can't play it because of the language, but they have some kids like, gathering around and they're chanting black lives matter black lives matter no justice no peace they do that while the other ones the big group they're planning all right who's ready come on come in the street let's go it's like a pep talk so they, I, I saw protesters last night how about the media keep saying you know the, the protests aren't enough peaceful they had no intention of protesting last night this was an organized riot this was break buildings burn loot do damage Absolutely despicable, really despicable, and they let it happen. I did. The, was you know I have a lot of questions. Did Governor Raimondo? They say the governor was being made aware of the situation. Was she? Did she at all consider going to the riot last night and telling them maybe to knock it off? Maybe that would have uh, quelled the whole thing. Folks, this is we're going to talk to John Francis of Competition Shooting Supplies. He's already got a line in front of his store. This is obvious when you have people like when, when local law enforcement is being told to stand down, when police allow them. I, I watched the video and the kids are running in and out of the mall and there's a group of police standing there and they, they didn't do anything. And we're told that they were told to stand by them by Mayor Loza. Then then citizens are going to have to take matters into their own hands. What, what are you supposed to do? They're going to start to hit neighborhoods next. They're going to hit Main Street East Greenwich. They're going to hit. Sections of Warwick, a lot of them, these rappers, and they rappers, I mean, they go to Pilgrim, they're, they're white kids, but they try to act like they think they're rappers and gangsters, and, um, and they brought, they burned a police car. They were shooting off, they had gasoline. The next move, if you follow things online, is they want to burn down the city of Providence. And I don't know if it's going to happen tonight, it may be Friday night, uh, and Alorza refuses to put in a curfew. 
if you don't have a curfew, why do you know? And here's another thing. I, I am just so upset about this. Folks, you can email me, John at DePetro.com. You know, I, I'd like to question some of the local leaders in some of these other cities where they were imposing a curfew. Do you think they wanted to impose a curfew? Do you think they wanted to have to have the National Guard on Minneapolis? You know, this isn't a matter of, well, you know, we're doing things differently in our community and we're leading and we're having peaceful discussion. No, you, they were coming towards you. Okay, this is like there's a shark in the water and you think just because of where you are that you're what, safe in the water? That's not what's going on. Do you think these other cities wanted to have to call out the National Guard? That Alorza, you know, you want to talk about in over your head. The guy is lost. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, nice and safe in the suburbs, right off of Route 4. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, and they have outdone themselves. What an incredible selection they have. Right now, they have annuals and perennials, trees and shrubs. Gift certificates are available. Father's Day is coming. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook and their new website, prmaterials.shop. Stop it and see them right off Route 4. Rhode Island's number one garden center is calling your name. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You know, I saw an interview, and I I, um, I like the uh, head of the Rhode Island State Police, Colonel Manny. I, I wonder if uh, Governor Mundo may have him at the press briefing today. But I actually saw him doing an interview, and I want to play this. And this is embarrassing to me, but he he says that the police were prepared last night. And this is on Channel 12 that he was uh, being interviewed. He's not even in his commander suit. Um, this is Colonel Manning. Well, it's 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 a little bit of disbelief by a lifelong Rhode Islander that this could happen in, in our state. But uh, we were prepared for it early on today. We knew what? it was coming, and we had the resources. State police and violence police. In the Massachusetts State Police, as you can see, uh, assisting us. So we, we were ready for it. Uh, there were several leaves by a I want to, let me just, um, could happen in, in our state. But, uh, we were prepared for it early on today. We knew it was coming. Prepared. And we had the resources, State Police and Providence Police. Prepared. The Massachusetts State Police, as you can see, uh, assisting us. Massachusetts so we, had we to come and bail them out. There were several troopers and Providence Police officers that were injured in this. Do you know how many? Just a handful. They were hit with bricks. Do you know how many people were arrested? 35. Well, as of, uh, a little while ago, there were about 10. Um, so right now, the, once gas was deployed on these... Um, and Terrible. These, this was a mob. This, these were not protesters. This was they were an intentional, coordinated attack <clears throat> on the city. Nope. And, and so Peaceful once protesters. gas was deployed, they, they uh, dispersed into the streets into the neighborhoods and that's what we're doing now we're rounding them up and uh this is substantial damage to vehicles and buildings several buildings who had attempted to be lit off you know i like uh, colonel manny as i mentioned um he's not in uniform what does that tell you folks why is he not in uniform he wasn't in uniform tells me that he wasn't there that's what it tells me that he wasn't there he wasn't on the scene he wasn't leading the troops uh, he was leaving it to other people, but they heard, received intelligence. They were prepared. They had to have Massachusetts police to come in to bail them out. That doesn't sound prepared to me. Where was the National Guard? Why weren't all, 
Why weren't all Rhode Island police precincts put on alert and told to be at the State House and be in Providence last night? You know, I was hearing uh, about this rumor yesterday, and then I did ask certain people, and they were um, they were basically saying that they didn't they didn't think there was any merit to it. As far as I did run it by someone in uh, law enforcement. Uh, this is uh, Chief Hugh, uh, Hugh Clemens, the chief of police in Providence. I'm seeing this on uh, NBC 10. But this was all senseless. This wasn't a protest. This was just they were senseless violence in the city. It really caused the narrative to, to go no further. It's, just, it's not helpful at all. But- you know, yesterday, folks, again, if you heard Governor Mundo press briefing, and I, you know, we bring it to you for a reason. Number one, I, can't, I cover it. And number two, so you can hear some of the rhetoric. Uh, they did not think that this would happen. For some reason, they thought that they were immune from all of this happening. And that I, I, I'm shocked at saying that they feel that they were prepared. Prepared. They, they were completely unprepared. And I don't understand why. Because it was being rumored. Now, Governor Mundo, in her briefing yesterday, was talking about, you know, you got to find a way for peace. We run the risk of that's creating more problems with the virus. And so that's why I said, as I've said to all the protesters over the past couple of months, yes, you have a right to protest, but I'm asking you to do it following the socially distanced rules. Because if you don't, you're putting the health and safety of all. Well, they all had masks on. That's the good news. They were looting six feet apart. When they were burning the police car, they kept their mask on and then they used hand hand tires after they broke the windows. What we think are the best practices for keeping Rhode Islanders healthy and safe. Rhode Islanders were not safe last night. Rhode Island to follow the rules. And that's the way it works for everybody. Has there been any thought, I know Massachusetts has said later on in July, maybe it's in-person crisis. You know, th- this whole thing is um, is really terrible that, we have that played out, folks. It just is. But Governor Mundo, I want to play the part where she was asked about President Trump and what he said on the conference call. Uh, certain protesters is to be, to dominate. So my reaction to that... This is uh, Governor Mundo yesterday, folks. I was. Yes, I was on the On the call with President Trump. Yes, it was our weekly call. What was your reaction to that? What is your response to that? Uh, You accurately summarized his comments. He urged us to be tough, and the word he continued to use over and over again was uh, domination. He said the only way to deal with uh, certain protesters is to be to dominate so my reaction to that is um number one i think we need to do all of us need to do whatever we can to ratchet down the violence oh my god and to ratchet up terrible our providence place mall is destroyed downtown providence is destroyed and so that's going to be my approach peaceful uh, you have to listen that, to them. Look, we're going to do what we need to do to keep Rhode Islanders safe. Thank God we haven't seen some of what you're seeing in other places around the country. This is 1.30 extreme violence. Less than 12 hours later. Fires. Uh, we'll do what we need to do. I want Rhode Islanders to feel safe. We will protect our community. Anybody feel safe? 
But I think overall, we need to all be asking ourselves, how, what can we do to play a peaceful role? Oh, my goodness. And I find rhetoric, which is overly aggressive, is actually not that productive and incites more anger and violence. Now, that was Governor Mundo, folks, yesterday. And again, at 1122, good morning. Um, Less than 12 hours after Governor Mundo said those things, all hell broke loose in the city. Now, I'm obviously focusing on what happened locally. Uh, New York was terrible. Uh, D.C., they they cleared the streets. Uh, The president walked across the street to the church. The media seems more upset that the president walked to a burned out church covered in graffiti. They seem more upset about that. And no one says, why was... The church burned out in the first place. It is absolutely despicable. Now, we're going to try to speak to John Francis, competition shooting supplies, coming up at 1130, folks. And again, uh, Donna Perry is going to join me at noon, get her perspective on this. And it is, um, and then Governor Mundo coming up at one. Now, I'm just monitoring. Yesterday, we uh, had a press briefing with Governor Mundo at 1030. I am monitoring my email. Mayor Lorza held a press briefing. Uh, sending the police out there. I'm going to play some of that sound coming up. Folks, I want to remind you, it is so important right now. Hear me out. It's 1123. Make sure you have proper insurance on your home, on your business. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, Alex and Scott, call them today, 401-353-9300, 401-353-9300, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call for a free consultation on your home insurance, your auto insurance, business, life insurance, and this time of year, uh, jet skis, boat, motorhome. You don't know what's going to happen. Make sure you're properly insured. You know, one of the uh, downtown business people I saw in an interview He's apparently not insured for riot insurance. I didn't know they had that type of thing. So now with all his broken windows, the place is demolished. Um, he doesn't even have proper insurance for that type of thing. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Folks, call them right now. Licensed in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and also in Florida. 401-353-9300. 401-353-9300. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. 1529 Middle Spring Avenue, North Providence. Call them or go to their website, aemazika.com. Let Scott and Alex go through. You want to make sure you have proper insurance with everything going on. Now, this is going to be interesting, folks. And again, good morning right now at 1124. It's John DePietro. Like so many of you, uh, you know, I, I had heard rumor of this, and I have to admit, I wasn't sure what to make of it. And some people were telling me Friday, and then some other people were saying, no, they were heard and it was going on tonight. I did check with some dis- different officials. They did not fully take it serious as to what was happening. Now, they may say something differently now, but what I was um, listing for, um, th- right now, they, they did not adequately prepare. I don't see how law enforcement can say that they are prepared. And folks, at this point, this t- juncture, if you're going to rely on them, if you're going to rely on, I mean, Alorza is absolutely, completely, the mayor of Providence, who's been absent, by the way. He's been nowhere since he got bad press for telling people to shame others. And then as a result of that, he's basically been underground. So this is his, listen to this. He is absolutely like Baghdad Bob, delusional. Listen to what he said this morning in the press briefing. Ransack the place. 
In moments like this, we're, be, we're seeing helpers step up and be part of the solution. And the last piece that I want to mention is I know that what has ignited this last round of, of protests throughout the country has been the conduct of police departments. Well, I also want to say that as I've spoken with so many people throughout the downtown and the neighborhood area this morning, every single person has told us what a great job they believe the police did last night. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm a fan of the police. I was told the police were told to stand down, that Alorza would not let them go out and execute the way they needed to to quell the situation. What good is it having the police if the mayor of the city, he is the problem? When you and state troopers were there in, in riot gear and they weren't allowed to engage. They didn't want they didn't want anyone really arrested. They didn't want that. There was a, a feeling, let them burn a car, let them vandalize. Folks, you have to decide. I mean, why are we allowing this? I want to hear this is the beginning. Do you want to talk about tone deaf? Mayor Lords at the beginning of his press conference. Hold on. Here we go. This is this morning, Mayor Lords of the Mayor Province. Good morning, everyone. Last night was a tough night for our city. I know there's a lot of anger, a lot of anger in our community, through our state, and through the entire country. But one thing is clear is that violence is not the answer. <laughs> violence is never the answer. It was last night. What we saw last night, these are folks that got gathered purposefully late, late, late at night. They weren't coming together to peacefully protest. They were out to no, cause trouble. They weren't peaceful protesters? I've been to many protests in my life. Many of us have been to various protests. And the spirit in these protests is always people coming together. A sense of community coming together, being positive, being productive, so that something good is going to come out of it. But what happened yesterday was not a peaceful protest. No. We did have a peaceful protest this past weekend here in Providence. They're so proud of themselves. We had thousands and thousands of people. So proud people of themselves. did come together in that spirit of wanting vandalism to Vandalism at the State House. And I think that that showed the best of what our city and what our community What is. are you talking about? What we saw last By the night, way, at that State House rally, there were signs that said F the police. I, I, I can't, you know what, I, we shouldn't be shocked. I'm going to save you the trouble of listening to his babble throughout the whole thing. He never condemns those that did that last night. Never. He continues to talk about how beautiful. On, on Saturday, there were people holding signs, blank the police. I can't even use the language. It was anti-police rally. That's what that was. All right, folks, it's John DePietro. He He allowed it. He absolutely allowed it last night. And there's going to be more of it. I hope Mayor Fung is ready in Cranston because they're coming to Garden City. And if Solomon's not ready, guess what's next? Bald Hill Road in Warwick. And, uh, and, and Major uh, Colonel Perry said we were overwhelmed. There were 300 of them and they only had a, a handful of cops. Keep in mind in Providence, there's more police. There's more, excuse me. There's more firefighters than police. You tell me in this moment, which one is more important, police or fire? See, that's part of one of the problems in Providence. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Stop it and see my friend Marie. It's my health in Cumberland. Uh, located 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You call her at 305-3585. Pick up a bottle of the incredible antioxidant. And it's a Kyberry. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. 
at It's My Health in Cumberland. 305-3585 is the phone number. Stop in and see Marie. It's My Health in Cumberland. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies. Has great local products. Uh, 250 bulk herbs, tea, spices, hemp, CBD products. Marie is so knowledgeable. Honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, all local. I'll bet many of you have driven by this tremendous store. She's in that old white church. Pop in and say hello to Marie. It's my health in Cumberland. 305-3585, 401-305-3585. It's my health in Cumberland. I want to see if we can get um, John Francis of Competition Shooting Supplies on the line. Folks, uh, now is the time. I mean, this is um, this this is absolutely insanity that that went on last night. It, it just is, and 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 they have to ask themselves. Let me see if I can uh, get our friend John Francis on the line with us, folks of Competition Shooting Supplies. I know he's jammed, uh, but last night, folks, they, he had a line out the door this morning. I mean, this this is crazy. He may not be able to join us because he's so busy. Uh, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Competition shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition, accessories. Nope. I think it's going to voicemail. Oh, okay. Oh, good. I think we have him, folks. I think we have uh, John. Is this John Francis? Oh, hold on. He's talking, folks. He's got a full store. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. It's competition shooting supplies. We're standing by for our friend John Francis. Who, uh, oh, all right, folks, I think we got him. All right. Uh, on the line with us, is that you, John Francis? Sure. Hold on, folks, here we go. Is that you? Quite all right. That's quite all right. Folks, it's John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. John, how is business this morning? It's off the charts again. <laughs> John Francis, last night, police are told to stand down. I think this is a pretty good idea, good time, although people need to be patient. But competition shooting supplies, 727-1716, Benefit Street in Pawtucket. John, when you arrived at the store, there was already a line outside? Uh, I had a few people waiting, but uh, right now I probably got uh, six or seven people in here right now. Okay. Yeah. And, John, one thing that we're seeing nationwide, the store owners that do, in fact, have a firearm, they're not the ones that the looters are going to. Of course not. No. Of course not. Yep. Because those uh, those people that are out there, they're not protesting. Those are thugs and thieves and, yep. uh, and, and criminals is what they are. They are. And they don't have a they're weapon, taking, though. They're taking advantage of a, of a, of a very uh, sad and unfortunate situation. Yep. Uh, and it's... Uh, uh, it's it's and it's giving the legitimate protesters a bad rap. It is, but John, they if I've seen some of the clips. As soon as they see a business owner that has a firearm, they flee, they run. Of course, because they're cowards. They are cowards. All right, what time are you open till tonight? Uh, today I'm here till five o'clock. Five o'clock. What about the rest of the week? Just give the hours, folks. Competition, uh, shooting, the, supplies. Uh, yeah. So Tuesday through Thursday, I'm here ten to five. Uh, Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, uh, 9 to 4.30, closed on Sundays and Mondays. John, before I let you go, I mean, think of the business owners. The police were told to stand down last night and let the protesters and looters do that. Can you imagine? That's a disgrace. Yeah. Smash windows. So I can can let all your listeners know, so at this point, 
I sold out of uh, I sold out of all my AR-15s again and all my defensive shotguns. <laughs> what What do you and have? Just in the first. That's just in the first hour I was open. What do you have that uh, that people might be interested in? The only thing I really have left is I do have some handguns, but not many. Okay. All right. All right, John. Listen, good luck today. Thank you for joining us, John Francis. All right, John. Thank you. All right, folks. There he is. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. He's already shot, sold out of long guns. Uh, he does have uh, some handguns and ammunition. Folks, if the police are going to stand down, do you really trust Alorza? Do you trust Alorza? Folks, they're coming to the suburbs. They're coming to the suburbs next. Do you see how many? And, and I want to go back to that press briefing where Stephen Perry says that they were outnumbered. He even admits that. Commissioner Perry, the public safety, who was with Mayor Alorza, the uh, useless mayor of Providence. Let me see if I can... Uh, I want to bring up a little more of that sound again. Hold on, folks. Now, this kills morale, especially coming off of the heels of such a really uplifting protest the previous night where community <laughs> came together. He still keeps saying that. Peaceful it was an anti-police rally. How is that uplifting? Community oh, my God, this guy. Acts of violence. They're distractions. They're going to burn the city down. Is. You hear me? They're coming to Garden City. They're coming to Warwick Mall. They're coming to the east side. And the police were told to stand down. And folks are justified in that angry. State police were, we're in riot gear. And the lawn of the state house, they didn't even engage them. Systemic, structural inequality. Listen to this guy. have to be addressed. Inequality. We should all be upset. We should all be angry. We should all be turned off. He should resign. We see. Resign we now. To find ways to oh, be allies. His to baby Omar. American brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. And our neighbors. They burned and broke windows. Night. That's not it. What that a disgrace. Is the way forward. Baghdad Bob is the mayor, by folks. Coming together to be productive. <laughs> be productive. Have They're going to burn the city down. Out of this terrible experience. He's out of his mind. This last man, George Floyd. It wasn't even about him last night. It is lawlessness. Police department. And I truly do believe that coming together, something. Do you believe this? Will come These punks are laughing at but this we guy. We want to play their part. We need everyone. To be part of the solution. The solution is the police. This morning, I did see uh, all of the broken glass. What a clown! You know, I feel bad for the business owners in Providence that actually thought they were going to be in a city with law and order. Let me bring up uh, Colonel Perry, folks. Again, this was a mayor, baby Omar, Mayor Omar. Baghdad Bob is the mayor. Hold on, this is Sabina Matos. This is um, the head of the city council in Providence. Listen to what she has to say. City was destroyed last night. Listen to the head of the city council in Providence. Steps up to the microphone. None of them will condemn what happened last night. None of them will condemn the looters, the rioters, zero. Nothing. They're still preaching this false message. I want to take a moment to acknowledge that the black community in this country has been suffering for a long time. Oh, well, now the business community is suffering in Providence. 
saying that, I also have to say that what happened last night doesn't represent what the community is looking for. Oh, no, it does. What we're looking for is for all of us to unite with the black community of this country that, that has been waiting for too long. 35 people arrested from Providence. But we do not support the type of violence that took place here yesterday. Oh, you don't? We love this city. And we want to make sure that this city continues to be strong what a for all of us that live here. But at the same time, we have to step up our work and support the black community what of the a city disgrace. of and the black community of this country. But again, we don't support what happened last night. You don't? I, and I ask him, everyone else that's planning on organizing another rally, please don't allow people to use you. To use the Folks, if Floyd, you are the head the of the city council and the mayor, the and if you tell the police to stand down, you are advocating for the violence. You are supporting the violence. You are aiding and abetting the looters and the rioters. There was a riot last night. Peaceful protesters. I was here with my son last weekend. Because I believe in protesting. I believe in raising our voices up. He brought and her I son to the anti-police the rally. black community has been suffering for too long. Black community has been suffering. Now everyone's suffering. The destruction of Smash windows, burned a police car. They were trying to light buildings on fire. Oh, let's see who comes up to the microphone next. Oh, this guy. Morning. Cliff Wood. Totally useless. Why is he even there? The mayor for the council president for our They're going to be handing out. He's uh, speaking on behalf of the business and community. Oh yeah, great job. He was happy that they were socially distancing while they were looting the mall. He won't consider a curfew. Alorza. Hold on, let me get where Perry says they were overwhelmed. We have to consider everything, including a curfew. Um, but we're going to do an assessment with uh, our, our... This is where he will call out troops. ...with the state police and make a decision on that together. Mayor, would you avail yourself of President Trump's offer to say... Listen to this. No. As soon as he hears Trump, the, the answer becomes no. Let's hear Commissioner Perry get up there. We got some... So our, they decided we're on alert because we I can't believe Manny wasn't even in uniform. Social media. How about that? Hold on. Structures. Bear with me, the folks. They were they're going to burn the city down tonight. Thankfully, they were able to. They are laughing at this clown. Here comes Commissioner right, Perry. Eleven thirty. Uh, we had two to three hundred people that all of a sudden wanted to get into the mall. We had Providence 300 people already there, along with the state police. We had several dozen police officers. They should have called every cop in Rhode Island we were to go to overwhelmed with the number of people that wanted to get into the mall. We approximate 75 to 100 that got into the mall. There was looting that occurred in the mall, broken glass to get into various shops. Probably between 12 and 18 businesses in the mall were were looted with damage to Terrible. mostly the glass and the security system. They weren't in there all that long, and then we were able to get police officers in the mall and drive them back out to Francis Street, in which the, lo- the large crowd then remain on Francis Street with our police officers from varying towns and state police and the Providence Police keeping them from re-entering the mall. 
They had plenty of notice. Total failure. Uh, we trained with the state police. We trained with our local officers as well. Look, we were given notice and we were prepared. We had several dozen police officers in and around the mall before they even approached. When you have a hundred... All right, folks, again, uh, good morning. It's John DePietro. I want to um, just also uh, quickly... Uh, go to um, again Donna Perry coming up at noon Governor Mundo is uh, speaking right now let's uh, hear this I am prepared to take all the infrastructure to support the Rhode Island State Police and Providence Police and all local police so that they can focus on law enforcement Later today, General Callahan will come back to me with a more detailed plan around exactly how many guards, men and women will be deployed in exactly what capacity. Additionally, I'm continuing to evaluate all options available at our disposal to protect the people of Rhode Island, and we are closely monitoring using all of our public safety resources throughout the day today. I have to take a minute to acknowledge the heroism of the Providence Police last night. I want to thank the mayor for his leadership, Chief Clemens, Commissioner Perry, who are here, thank you guys. Again, I will just say that the level of professionalism, courage, and self-restraint that we saw last night was extraordinary. I will also say, having been, you know, briefed throughout the night and again this morning, as bad as it was, it would have been so much worse, but for the actions of our public safety. They quite literally put themselves in harm's way to protect the rest of us, Folks, to protect Governor our property, right to protect our state house, to protect the courts, to protect small businesses. They did it very effectively, and I want to say thank you. I also want to publicly thank Governor Baker. I was in touch with him through the night and again this morning. Uh, he and the Massachusetts State Police and the superintendent of the Massachusetts State Police supported us. At 2 or 3 o'clock this morning, they sent mass troopers, they sent a mass helicopter, they were right there by our side. And I want to thank, I want to thank the, the people of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and Governor Baker for your support. I want you to know that last night, every Providence police officer, by the way, I also need to thank the other municipal police officers that came to our aid. It wasn't just Providence, it was primarily Providence, but Providence and the state police uh, called for mutual aid from other cities. Every one of you responded, and I want to thank you. I want to highlight that um, under these difficult circumstances, while they were being attacked, every officer remained composed and worked to de-escalate the situation. Finally, to the people of Rhode Island. This is a pivotal moment in our history as, our, as a state and as a country. of us has ever lived through anything like this, this combination of a global public health pandemic and this level of division and violence in our communities at the same time. People are angry, people are frustrated, and people are fired up. 
And as I said yesterday, there's a lot of good reason for the anger and frustration. As I said yesterday, people asked me about the protests. I think it's important that we listen with humility to those who are protesting racism and prejudice, which still exists. They have a right to be angry. They have a right to be frustrated. They have a right to demand change and action immediately. But violence is not the answer. Violence is not Folks, the answer. this is Governor Mundo live right now. And so as I address you, the people of Rhode Island, I'm asking you to rise above the violence. I am not in any way asking you to condone or stop fighting for justice. In fact, I'm asking you to double down in our shared fight against injustice. But I am asking you to stand up against violence. Rise above it. And to those who came into our state last night, mostly Rhode Islanders, to attack our small businesses, know that we will do what we need to do to keep the people of Rhode Island safe and secure. We have the resources, we have the surveillance. We have the intelligence, we have the know-how, and we will protect the people of our state and our community. Now more than ever, because there are so many people that are already suffering on account of the health and economic devastation due to the coronavirus. I've said almost every day at my daily press conferences, it's time for kindness. And I'm going to end by saying that. Today, let's get back to the business of healing, of unity, of kindness, and of recommitting ourselves to a more peaceful and just Rhode Island. Now, I'd like to ask Mayor Lorza to say a few words, and then well, I'll happily come back for questions. Here we go, folks. Here comes Lorza. He's got the mask on. Baby Omar. Good morning, Good morning again, everyone. I appreciate everyone uh, being here once again and helping Completely us incompetent. this message to communicate directly with people throughout our city and throughout our state. I want to begin by thanking the governor. Uh, early this morning, uh, we we spoke. We've been speaking throughout the day, and our teams have been in touch. Folks, this is a live and, press briefing, uh, Mayor Lorza. Coordinate as much as the we governor. can, so that we can not only keep our people safe, but also provide that space for people to voice their concerns and voice their opinions through peaceful protests. As the governor mentioned, violence is not the answer. It's not the answer today, it has never been the answer, and it won't be the answer going forward. I know that there's a lot of anger in the community, but we need to find constructive, productive ways to channel that anger to get to a better place as a city and to get to a better place as a state. The governor has activated the National Guard. My heart pours out for all the people who have been affected, beginning with George Floyd and his life that was taken unnecessarily, to everyone in the African-American community who's been the victim of violence, of discrimination, and has had to shoulder the stress and anxiety 
of not feeling safe and secure. Oh, my God. Not only during their lifetimes, but frankly, for generations. And so incumbent upon all of us that we not be distracted by what happened yesterday. Oh, my God, this yes, guy, folks. Yes, we can Ridiculous. It. But it can't distract us from They're the They're going to burn his city tonight. Here. And that's that there are real structural inequalities that we still now, face and confront. Folks, again, uh, good morning at 1149. It's Sean DePietro. Earlier, Mayor Alorza said he would not use the National Guard. The Governor Mundo just said she's activated the National Guard. To address this in a way that puts a stop to what we saw yesterday. In a moment like this, while many people are scared, many folks feel a sense of despair. And it's always really helpful to look around and notice all the people that step up Holy to help cow. and to be part of the solution. What a waste. I went around early this morning, and as early as 5 o'clock in the morning, there were already volunteers out there sweeping up glass, helping our local shop owners, just trying to make themselves useful, trying to make themselves helpful. I've received calls all morning from regular community members and from elected officials. Yep. They just want to help. They just want to be part of the solution. And I had a an interesting conversation this morning on Broad Street. Oh my at, God, uh, this guy, folks. Shoe store and Holy cow. Store that um, some, of the, some of the looters from last night did breach. But they were able to save the store because there were two community members, two community leaders that literally put their bodies in the way. No one wants to hear from him right now. You have the attorney general there. You have the head of the state police and the head of the National Guard. And look at how Alorza hijacks the press conference. That's the solution in a moment like this. Last, I also want to underscore or underline the point that the governor made and that I made earlier this morning. I'm very proud of how professional law enforcement was last night. Oh, my God. Terrible. Look at this. He's laughing, smiling. They were having bottles. They were having insults hurled their way. This is terrible. They kept their composure. This guy's the problem, folks. Mayor Lorza. Throughout the night. The mayor of Providence. And it wasn't just our police department. But it was all the mutual aid that we received from other departments. How embarrassing. They had to call in Massachusetts police to bail them out. Warwick and other districts as well. Completely unprepared. Completely unprepared. It's in the spirit of everyone coming together and working together that we were able to escape last night with having only the damage that we saw and not more that we could have seen. So I thank everyone in law enforcement for their efforts. He just drones on. About going forward, oh let's not forget goodness. the important and difficult community conversations that have to take place to confront racial discrimination in all of its different forms. Many people are reaching out and oh asking, my how can I God. Well, See, this is the problem with the Lordship. This is why you don't bring him to a press conference. He hijacks it. He should have been up there for two minutes. Think about it and to talk about but no. Nope. He's been in hiding for the past six weeks. From the moment that they're born, they're faced with poorer health outcomes. From the moment they enter school. And now he just drones on. Totally hijacked it. The what is this disgrace? 
They live in communities oh that my aren't God. being heavily policed, often unlawful. Folks, this portion of the show program is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Listen, stop in and see them. Our 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, but in the safe section of Providence, right next to AAA, off of Silver Spring Street. Look for them on Facebook. Get the Trump Cupcakes, Trump Chocolate Donuts, Trump Soda, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. They have delicious calzones, pizza strips, cannolis, uh, meatball calzones, eggplant, sausage, and pepper. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for the Trump signs on the roof and make sure you get some of those Trump Cupcakes and Donuts. All right, here comes uh, Governor Mundo, folks. That's Brian Crandall. Were you caught off guard? It was not a surprise. We were not caught off guard. Oh, my God. Uh, and as I said, we've arrested 70, nearly 70 people. 70 now. Uh, so initially 35. It would have been much, much worse had we not been as prepared and reacted as professionally. However, I would like to give Colonel Manny the opportunity to address that question. Here comes the head of the Rhode Island State Police. He's now in uniform. Thank you, Governor. To answer your question directly, no, we were not caught off guard at all. Matter of fact, it was totally caught off we were guard. fully prepared. Not prepared. We had intelligence reports that something to that effect could occur in this exact location. Terrible. That's why we had nearly 60 troopers and 60 Providence police officers that we'd work closely throughout the day uh, to coordinate with to protect this infrastructure behind me, the State House, City Hall, and the Providence Police Department. So we were, we were very well prepared. They weren't. There's, there's something I'd like to add to this conversation. The people that stood in protest last week, we have tremendous respect for you for exercising your First Amendment right and for the purpose of your protest. You participated in a peaceful protest, and we stand by you, and we stood with you, and we always will, law enforcement. On a personal note, when I saw that video from Minnesota, I'm oh sick to my stomach. The people last night had reasons. nothing to do with Minneapolis. Zero. They're goons, thugs, the punks. They went to the city last night to loot, steal, destroy property. Has nothing to do with what happened in Minneapolis. And yet these people keep coming back to it. And building relationships. What are you talking about? I was very concerned last night that those relationships were ruined until I saw one thing. One of our community partners, a man by the name of Boo Hackney, who the mayor mentioned this morning. He's also a community partner of the Round State Police. Right behind me. Terrible. He saw me. He came up, embraced me, gave me a hug, said he stood by law enforcement. Oh, social distancing. And I him trying to de-escalate the violence that was occurring. My hat's off to that community leader and all the others that were here last night. Last night, make no mistake about it, that was not a protest. Yes, it was. They were protesting. That was violence with one goal in mind. Peaceful protesters. Of critical infrastructure of the state of Rhode Island and Providence and to jeopardize public safety. Peaceful protesters. It was organized, it was coordinated, and it was a planned attack on the public safety and the infrastructure of this city. We activated the Massachusetts State Police because, you know, we only have limited resources around state police and the province police, and we were guarding the state house. Why didn't they call up the because National Guard yesterday morning? 
And when Colonel Mason from Massachusetts State Police showed up, I heard him give instruction to his 15 troopers that stood with him. He said, you will treat this state house as if it was your own. No one will destroy this building. I'm very thankful for mutual cooperation with different than Saturday and the relationship Governor Raimondo has with Governor Baker that they allowed 50 Imagine states that. to come into Rhode Mass Island. had to bail us out Thank last you. night, folks. Here's Colonel Nino, Customs. Ian. Could you address how these actions last night were organized and in fact come together so easily last night? What, what will law enforcement do moving forward to try to disrupt it? Dominate. So, Ian, I can give you a generic answer to that because, obviously, we have intelligence that we, we work with every day and that we closely monitor. We were monitoring this group, and we knew exactly what they were planning to do. <laughs> I don't think anyone and believes that. we coordinated that. our effort. Well, that's a good thing. It wasn't thing. by mistake that there were 60 state troopers waiting here for them and 50 or 60 province police officers. We knew what they were going to do. And, and uh, I'll leave it at that. And going, going forward, how They won't say what they're going to do differently. Listen, but the police were handcuffed. I feel bad for the police folks. And we utilize that tool every every chance we get. So we are monitoring all the activities that are going on and uh the possibility is always there it could happen an hour from now it could happen on thursday or friday no, we don't know pick but time. we are closely monitoring all the intelligence that's coming our way i'm very confident that we'll make right, folks, it it's 11 59 it's john DePietro coming up we're gonna have the 12 o'clock news we're gonna follow this story more donna perry joins next governor Armando press briefing coming up at noon and again, this is um, it's John DePietro. Keep listening. Remember, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at DePietro.com. Just a uh, horrific night and morning and 12 hours in the capital city, in the state. Folks, a lot more is coming up. Um, stay tuned. Again, we're going to have the 12 o'clock news. And a lot more next hour on this developing story, this horrific story. And again, a lot more to go on the John DePietro show. AM 1380. They're a bunch of punks is what they are. But you've got to let the police be the police, folks. This is the bottom line with this whole thing. You have to let the police enforce the law. And the police were not allowed to do that. So you've been listening again to a... Right now it's 12 o'clock. Terrible, folks.